This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Hallelujah! Is it alive in you? Resurrection power. <laughs> what is in 1 Corinthians 2 9? 1 Corinthians 2 9. But as it's written, I have not seen, nor ear heard, neither have the end time to the heart of man, the things which God has prepared for them that love him. So there are things prepared for God, uh, lovers of God. And those things are not seen by mortal eyes. People stop here when they quote the scripture. But there is the next verse. The Bible says, but God. I like the word but. We are not in the general class. But God hath revealed them to us by his spirit. Wow. For the spirit searches how many? Yea, the deep things of God. If there are deep things of God, are there shallow things of God? Yes, there are general things. God operates in faces. God has revealed them to us. Our answers are in the place of the Spirit. I want to begin to talk about encounters from the world. God bless you. you can have your seats. This is supposed to be a brief service also. Amen. By now, I'm beginning to earn your trust. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Encounters by the word or through the word. You can read the Bible to add to your knowledge. You can read the Bible to know more. Or to add to your list of do's and don'ts. It's okay. But you can begin to open the Bible that God might show you revelation. It is revelation that leads to transformation. God reveals himself in parts. And this is how you will know that you need a deeper knowledge. When there's a situation in your life that is not bowing to the present level you are, your present level of faith, it means that you need something deeper. When God shows you a vision, your present self will need to go through some transformation to be able to carry the load of that vision. Because in the nature of God, he said, God, Romans chapter 4, who calleth, he giveth life to the dead by calling things that be not as though and then he said, I am the Lord thy God who declares the end from the beginning. So God talks about the end. He leaves out details. So in dealing with God, you have to understand 
that God will look at Gideon, who was hiding, and he will call him a mighty man of valor. Because in the nature of God, the Bible says God who commanded his light to shine out of darkness. God does not command light out of light. This is why God must speak to you. When he says something to you, number one, your eyes are open. Number two, you'll become what he says. If the Lord says you are mighty, from his word, there is a strength that enters into you and changes the orbit through which you are operating. Are you getting what I'm saying? This is what you must. So, but here is the thing. I said this for service, even though there are different messages. That God speaks in the only, in the only of holies. And that the Jews understood what Jesus said. When he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man come to the Father. The Father in the old covenant was not in the first tabernacle. The Father was not in the only room. The Father was in the only of holies. Where there was the ark of covenant and cherubim. Remember on his throne, he's surrounded by cherubim. So he asked Moses to put two cherubim on earth to demonstrate the fact that my presence is heavily concentrated here. But I said that to enter the tabernacle, I told you, they used to, the Jews used to call that one the way. The door that leads to the holy room, used to, they used to call it the truth. And then the door to the holy of holies is called life. So that was why they wanted to deal with Jesus. When he said, I am the way the truth, and the life. No man goes to the Father. So there is what to receive from God. When you know God as the way, that is salvation. That is reconciliation. There are things to begin to get into when you know God as the truth. Truth. That is faith level. There is a higher dimension. That is glory level when you know God as life. Are you following me? And it's in that third realm that he speaks. He was so emphatic. He told Moses that I'm going to be speaking to you from the two cherubims between them. That's where you hear my voice and nobody in the altar court will hear it. But you see, transformation, which is the goal. Why I'm sharing this. There must be a shift in your life. There must be a shift in your life. In uh, uh, Potentially, and legally speaking, all things are passed away. But in reality, all things haven't passed away for many. Remember, I said God declares the end from the beginning. In your spirit, your spirit man is perfect. In your spirit, the work is done. But to experience it on earth, it must pass through your soul. And this is where conversion is necessary. And believe me, men and brethren, Satan doesn't care how long you go to church for what threatens the devil is conversion. Ah, even God said it this way, he was talking to the Pharisees. He said that he told Isaiah, he started he first told Isaiah, Isaiah chapter 6, then he repeated, he repeated it again in the book of Matthew. He said, I speak to them in parable. They said, Lord, why are you talking to them in parable? He said, I'm talking to them in parable because I want them to see and not see. Hearing and they don't hear. And I don't want them to understand. He said, lest they see with their eyes, they hear with their ears, they understand with their hearts, and they are converted, and I will heal them. That means power is at the level of conversion. Hallelujah. Amen. I believe. 
Once people start coming to church, especially in a time when Satan knows that conversion is not taking place, conversion is not altar call. It's supposed to be a journey to conversion, but many times not. Conversion means you, there is a total change where Jacob becomes Israel. And it's by an encounter. Ah, Esau wanted to kill Jacob. But because there was an encounter, he had become Israel. When Esau saw him, he embraced him. When a man is converted, the disease in the lineage will stop. Because a new man has shown up. And they, he cannot be brought under the old order anymore. Conversion. Why are Christian marriages breaking and everything? There's no conversion. So the Lord told them that, uh, in other words, he didn't want them to be converted. So he started speaking in parables. And he told the apostles, he said, you know what? If they get it, if they see with their eyes, and they hear with their heart, and we have no choice, I have to heal them. In other words, once they are converted, my power is perfect. There is nothing that will stop their radical transformation once they are converted. Jesus said to Peter that you will, you will betray me. He said, but when you are converted, strengthen your brethren. The Lord only depends on converted vessels. This is where what Paul began to talk about. And this is as far as I will go today. In 2 Corinthians chapter 10, which you are very familiar with. That though we walk in the flesh, we do not walk after the flesh. He said, for the weapons of our warfare. I... They are mighty through God in pulling down. In pulling down. There are things called strongholds. Let me say this to everybody at the sound of my voice. The way we operate, we operate in pictures. No much damage has happened to the kingdom of darkness. When the picture inside you is still the same thing. Jesus said that if the eyes inside you is full of darkness... You are in darkness indeed. Because there is this eye inside. There are eyes outside. The eyes inside, they are superior to the eyes outside. God expects you to see from his, his perspective. Remember, he said to them under the old covenant, Isaiah 55, My ways are not your ways. My thoughts are not your thoughts. As heaven is higher than the earth, so are my ways. So, here are two people, one seen, one not seen. They woke up in the morning. And they were surrounded. And Elisha went back to sleep. But he said, the servant said, what's going on here? He said, my master, he began to panic. Because you panic and respond the way you respond. Because of what you are seeing. For instance, there's none of you. Even your relatives will get very cross with you. If they know that you have billion stacked in your house and then on your way out you decided to put 2,000 in your pockets if somebody snatches the 2,000 in your pocket will you sit on the floor and be crying ah Mugbeo, ah, this one you know you will not why you know that that is nothing compared to what you have you know I told them something part of what I hope to share in the broadcast is if I see anybody who is over sorrowful 
because somebody died, and you begin to, and we have to come to begging your house to forgive God. You know that kind of thing. You begin to harass God. Oh God, why this man? You are running on the floor. Everybody's, it means just two things. You don't truly believe in resurrection. Because if that your brother travels, many of us have siblings that we have not seen in several years. We know they are in UK or whatever. We communicate. Now, some of them we don't even communicate. I have some questions that we have not spoken in a long while. But you see, if you know that what Jesus said is true, that one day we shall stand again and see, then you will be sorrowful that we have been separated for a while, but you will not overcarry the sorrow. God is not against us crying. It's not against us. But when you begin to make some utterances, ah, my sister, mommy, oh, who did this to me? Ah, I've lost my faith. And I've seen some. Do you truly believe that one day you shall see everybody again? Let me say this to the church. Every child that died as a miscarriage or in, or in miscarriage, every child, everyone takes them and they walk out on them. In fact, it's said that many times God makes them remain babies. When you get to heaven, you will have opportunity of hugging them again and they will recognize you, will recognize them. Because over there, we see as we should see. There's nobody you meet them that you will not almost recognize the person immediately. Because there you don't use your mind, use your spirit, and your spirit is infinite. Is somebody with me? But the good thing is that, which anyway, that was, uh, we'll continue on that for first service next week. You can begin to actually use your spirit right now, Nat. To begin to get information that your mind, that's what we just read now. What eyes have not seen, God has revealed them to us by the spirit. The spirit searches all things. There is the eye inside. There is an inner eye. So when Paul was praying, and it's a prayer we should pray for people immediately they are born again. Ephesians 1, 17. How come no matter what happens to some Christians, they are rock solid? I saw two examples. I remember my secondary school. Two guys, uh, two, one guy and two ladies. They were going to check when SSC result came out, they were going to read it to everybody who go to staff room, they would tell the result. They were like, I was next one, they were in SS3. I remember this guy, when they came out from his father's car, they got to the entrance. What came out of my shock, everybody around? He said, I didn't do too well in Mountain. He said, if I fail any paper in SSC, I will kneel down before the staff room and worship God and go home and prepare for GC. He said, no, no shaking. Two of our sisters went in, and one of them just had pain physics. They caused God to leave me outside. One of them began to sing a song, this Yoruba song. And said, yes. I have seen extreme reactions when Christian, and you begin to wonder, what exactly do you believe? You know the story of the woman that I told you, which you remember very well here, that she was one of the most active people in the church. For some reason, she got sick and nobody remembered that. She was in the hospital for about four months. And she came back. She just went to pass pastor and said, I was sick for months. Nobody came to check me. Can we start a department that will be checking those who are sick? Because I don't want this to happen to someone else. That's a Christian. Someone else will go on social media and you will have supporters. You see, revenge will make you feel good for a while, but it does not solve your problem. Now, this is a matter of personal vendetta now. Now, the, the church did something bad. It is true, it is bad. 
that you were sick and nobody, that's terrible. But you're also repaying evil for evil by going to talk about it and gather sympathy. And then sympathy. You know, I don't know whether, I don't know, I can't remember whether I told the person directly or not. One of our friends. You know, people use all kinds of tactics. He just started attacking all the popular pastors so that uh, people that would like to bash pastors will join him on social media. And believe me, his page was growing in leaps and in leaps and about. He will say something against it, and a lot will endorse and they'll be praising him. So he began to, but this guy now, a proper Lagbari, actually, he was just doing that to gather his own crowd. But you see, corny man, we always meet another corny man. After he felt that a lot of people had bought into his idea on Facebook, he rented it all in Lagos and sent a message to all of them. He expected like 800 people. I think he had like 14. He sound fell off. So I don't know whether I said it to him or so that we, some people like us on Facebook were looking at him that you don't understand. You see, all those rebels who are following you on Facebook, they are enjoying the fact that you are helping them to abuse pastor they don't like. You know what? They don't like you either. <laughs> this is what they, they are not going to come to your church. They don't want church. They are just happy that you are loud against the people they don't like. All, the, all you ever get from them is a nod. This sign on Facebook. Fire when you talk. You are shaking the table. But you see, <laughs> I'm like, God is even saving you by not letting them come to you. See, when all those rebels gather together in one church, God help that church. Even they will criticize the shape of your head. <laughs> you don't understand when they miss some, when some people, nobody's right with some people. The only church people can attend is a church that they start by themselves. Any church they go to after a while, they complain, 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 complain. I don't like to complain. What the way inside the place? Yes, they all said the truth, but people complain. I don't know why I will complain from Nigeria to America for 11 hours, 30 minutes. <laughs> but that's why I said that I'm, 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 I'm surprised by men of our ancestors. How they are yours, we go and fight the Egbas. And there was no transmission in those days. How you would trek for 60 days to go and fight, and you won't change your mind on the way. <laughs> so even see the enemy, first travel to go and see an enemy. <laughs> Any enemy that I don't see around there's no problem. Have you ever wondered how this in those days? They will leave their wives at home. Some of them is the fruit they see on the they'll be eating. Carry bow and arrow and take a journey of 40 days before they will read the people you want to go and fight. I'll go back on the way. <laughs> when I see them, I understand you want to fight. But to begin to look for people to fight for 40 days, you are still trekking. Mosquito biting you. And you're not changing your mind. So when you finish fight, you now trek another 40 days back home. For almost three months, you've not seen your family. I... <laughs> That's perfect anger. <laughs> Hallelujah. And you know, that was how they fought war in those days. Travel, 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 travel. There were many of the warriors that their family didn't see for an entire year. Go and read the story of Alexander the Great. I don't understand. Praise God. Is somebody with me? <laughs> the essence of what I'm sharing is to get everybody to pray 
for these eyes that can see. And that stronghold might leave you. Strongholds are not demons. I have shared this many times, but yesterday it was present to bring this message again. Look at how Paul structured out this word. Oh, we bring down every stronghold. We bring down every stronghold of the enemy. And well, people refer to demons when it's not so. You see, the major work of demons is not to stand there in your life. It's actually to put a thought or a mindset. And that mindset, as long as it's there, is the button they press. You don't need to go and physically be trying to manually check change things on your TV. When you have remote control, there is a battery inside that remote control. There is a chip, infrared or whatever, that is connected to that TV. So you can, once the remote is in your hand, you don't need to touch the TV anymore. You can lie down on your bed and begin to manipulate channel while you are with the remote until the battery is removed. Mindsets are very powerful. Whatever they call ancestral spirits, they are real. But many times, their power is not that they are strong somewhere. It's in that the generation they move to from one to another, there is a way of thinking that they are put inside the people that enthrone those demons in those families. A way of interpreting things. Hallelujah. Zuse Bradisha Limondo. Kedis Kalima Vratuzi. Ah. When you see the glory of God, or when you see something in the word of God, it knocks out something you are seeing that you should not be seeing. brethren, let me begin to, let me understand. We need word immersion. Especially if you have lived a defeated life for a long time and you have actually embraced a lot of, let nobody tell that we just pray for you. I can pray and things can happen. But you see, it might not be for long. God's perfect plan is that from within yourself you rise. When you jump up, you come down. When you climb up, it's a proper way. Are you following me? Steps are slower. Jumping is faster. But what we bring you down one, are you getting what I'm saying? So growing up is better than jumping up. When you grow, it's irreversible. You can't be shorter than you are now. If you are short. <laughs> is that true? Yes. Except you are a chronic sinner. The Bible says, all have seen and come short. That was why Zacchaeus was short. Because he was a sinner, so he couldn't see Jesus. Because all have seen and come short. So, you start to look at your neighbor. The shorter your neighbor is, probably the more seen. <laughs> what about those who are dark? The Bible says, God is light. In him there is no darkness at all. So, people that are dark, why is it that dark continents are behind? Why? Because God is not in them. There's no darkness at all. And what about when your neighbor is thin? That one indicates that it's not studying the word. The Bible says, and the word became flesh. 
the more, if you want to know the level of word in a man's life, look at his flesh. It is true. I want to learn that the Bible says that the righteous shall be fat and flourishing. That means the unrighteous shall be skinny and lean. It's the Bible. The righteous shall be fat. It's the Bible. It's not me. So if your neighbor is not fat, ask your neighbor, what sin have you been committing? Now, it's a serious tragedy if your neighbor has all the battery. It's dark, it's thin, and it's short. Altar call. Even after the service, you just run and say, Lord, my situation is critical. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> One day I said it to Dr. Parabasi, but he laughed. And he said, but the Bible said that God dwells in darkness where no man can approach also. I said, wow. He defended himself very well. Then I said the second one, the short. He said, but the Bible said that, lo, I'm coming. <laughs> low. That means it comes for those who are low. <laughs> Hallelujah. I can't remember his answer to it, but he defended the three very well. So if you are, please, if you are watching us, it's a joke. <laughs> Don't go and say that in that church. They said, Amen. Hallelujah. But, but sincerely, if you are very dark. You might need to pay attention. <laughs> May God forgive this cameraman. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> you are fearfully and wonderfully made. <laughs> Glory to God. I have to stop. Is somebody with me today? Now, let me end by saying, also there are different ways of praying. And this is what I just want to give to the house this morning. See, there is a prayer of requests that you dash out before God. When it comes to prayer of adjustments, we were not told how long Abraham sat with God for. But I want to just say to everybody, I love to leave something that you can practice behind. Begin to practice the kind of prayer where you spend time with God. Even if you don't know what to say again. Sometimes switch up the light in your room, sit down on the floor. When you don't know what to say again, just say, my Lord, I thank you. Just stay there. Play worship songs. At times... The Holy Spirit waits before his creative hands will begin to move. Some things are not just a walk of 10-15 minutes. That's the truth. I don't know how better to say it. Some things cannot be packaged under a prayer of one hour. It's like God does. It's like physical surgery also. You can't go for operation and then they say they are true in three minutes. No. Some operations take a very long time. Because they have to go inside. 
and check. Even laparoscopy is not that fast. Are you getting what I'm saying? At least it takes them some minutes, maybe up to I don't know how long, but I'm just saying that. But when God wants to do a, a real work, now when you begin to expose yourself to the glory of God in the privacy of your room, what will begin to happen is that number one, light will start flooding that inner eyes. The more you see there, the more this one is short. Not that you can't see physically, but you don't record what you see here anymore. I told them in first service, in the only room, no light except the candle light. The Lord allowed, refused to allow, the material they used to cover the tabernacle will not allow a ray of light to enter. So you are in the dark except by the light of God. Because God wanted them to only see by his light. By his light. When you see people, so why was Elisha not moved? I have seen people with zero in their accounts and they are not bothered. There is something. One day I was talking with, and this will bless somebody. And I told Apostle, I said, I experienced the same thing. Apostle was telling me, when they were just gisting, and he said that, um, you know, I remember that when I was in ABU, Zaria, it was in ABU. When was I? When I was in ABU. He said, I saw some scriptures about prosperity. I begin to declare them. He said, so I, I will say in Jesus' name, my account is filled up. So I will go to the bank inside the school or beside the school. And I said, that, please, I, I believe I have money I can check. And they will check. The woman will say, sorry, you don't have any money. He said, he will go and sit down till 3 o'clock, till 4, when the bank will come. say, oh, 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 go home. There's nothing in your account. And he will go. He will make the declaration again the following day and go to the bank again. And he will go around to 3. That check. So there's no money. He said, check again. He said, you know the funny thing? Till he graduated, those amounts he was calling, he never saw them. This is where many will get discouraged. Because why we look not at the things that we see? The Bible said they are temporal. At times, what heaven marks is that you have just passed the test. Then true riches will start. He said, as soon as they left school, now without confession, the amounts, just about a few months after they left school, those amounts he was calling and he wasn't seeing every day they were dropping in the accounts. Because here is what people don't know. At the beginning of your declaration, it's a tree you are planting. It takes time when you plant to begin to harvest fruit from that tree. You don't plant a tree and start reaping fruit. This is why the Bible says that we shall receive our reward if we faint not. That means there will be a moment where it will look like nothing is happening. And those with the eyes of understanding dark, but with their open eyes open, they look at the account. Zero, ah, I just have 10,000. They become discouraged and then they, the angels are coming. But you lose it when they are near. You can't see beyond what you are seeing physically. I've been talking about, I've been declaring a new car. Nothing is happening. Who says nothing is happening? Your tree is growing. And the fruits are growing. When they start, you're actually looking for one fruit. It will go round. Because at this realm, once understanding comes, the time will now become very short. Now, the first thing you are using your faith for is a house. But you discover that after it comes eventually, every other thing will just start following. You wake up in the morning, you think of something and the Lord supplies. Why? You are broken into a realm where you are no longer operating at this realm. It's a, another realm. And in that realm, no limits. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Oh, my soul. When you begin to learn these things, 
you will ask men for help and they will not help you. The Lord is trying to say that if people borrow you 50,000, when you want to do a project that is 50 billion, who will borrow you that? So you get to a time where your eyes are completely off men. In fact, you start suspecting when they say they want to help you. Why? You have found something. Now, Abraham was not being proud when he said to the king of Sodom that you see, take the people, take the goods, take the, take, he said, take, and that one said, no, take the goods. He said, no. He said, I don't want you to say that you have made Abraham rich. Number one, he said, I already know I'm rich. I know I'll be so rich, but I don't want your name included and say that you were the one that gave me something. Only those who see something beyond the ordinary can talk like that. Are you getting what I'm saying? Praise the Lord. This opening of eyes, they happen in a place of deep intimacy. I might take this message further next because I will speak about the word of God and the worship. How to actually penetrate. Two things that you see like before you enter into the Holy of Holies. Worship and pray. Nothing opens your eyes like worship if you do it the right way. With the word of God. Something opens up inside you. By the time you close, you open your eyes and you are done. You don't see like normal people again. A spiritual surgery has taken place. Your eyes are a little enlightened further. Then you can see more. You can see more. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. We give all the glory. We worship you. We give you praise. We love you. We adore your name. May the Lord give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation that your eyes of understanding be flooded with light. In Jesus' name. Put your hands together and give God praise. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you are if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior and from today I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late, you are born again, you are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. Stay blessed.